Showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. Who are these that clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. Who are these we are the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? You can't find a show that knows more about social media that also sucks less than this one. We dare you to try. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. Some people are saying, <laughs> I won't read your super chats, and that's not true. I will read every super chat, but I do lie about the dollar amount so that I can pay Blind Mike a lot less money. Remember, for uh. everyone who donates $25 or more in a super chat... You get a personalized Super Chat jingle, and guess what I did today? I organized our Super Chat jingles alphabetically. Yay! <laughs> so that oh, now, goody. when you do Super Chat us, I should be able to find your personalized jingle much quicker than I have in the past. What do you think about that? Isn't that exciting, folks? I know. I'm, we're doing stuff over here. P- progress is the name hey, of the game. Honey, get in here. They organized the jingles this week. <laughs> I don't know if this is why you're doing that, but stuttering John at his mom's house while he's podcasting is like, Mom, you got to see this typo. Mom, did you see this? I knew how to spell in second grade. Look at this typo. These guys don't know how to spell. Mom, 50 bucks. Mom, come over here. Look at 50 bucks this guy just gave me. It's funny. I wasn't doing that. I was just impersonating a general moron, and that's what came out. (laughs) Well, I I apologize. I know I I bring it to SJ a lot, but I love watching John in his natural habitat, and I really enjoy watching him with his family because he's so braggadocious. You can tell he still wants to be seen as the star in the family. So he's got his sister Joyce or whatever is there, and he's like, hey, Joyce, uh, check this out. 50 bucks this person just gave me. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, he goes, well, I mean, it, he goes, 50 big ones. 50, 50 big, big ones. 50 smackers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pretty cool, John. I, you can't knock the guy for a Christmas tradition. Like like when I was with my family, my cousin was in the corner yelling about the dues payer on his phone. <laughs> like that's, that's just what families do this time of year. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because this is the part of the show where people tune in because they know that we have the banter that only Blind Mike and Carl Hamburger can deliver. There's a lot of shows with two co-hosts, and neither of us are sidekicks, so it's not like one guy's driving the show and the other person's reacting. We're co-hosts. We're 50-50. And there's a lot of shows like that, and what these shows will typically do is they'll talk to each other. I call it banter. When Mike and I do it, we do it better than anyone. The chemistry is unbelievable. You can't even tell that we're doing a show. You would think that you're eavesdropping on a conversation at a Christmas party. Like, holy shit, chemistry. these guys. Yeah, these guys have known each other forever, obviously. The way they're just conversing and catching up like old pals would. Certainly. So, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off our banter with a question about Christmas. Since okay. you brought it up. You're a blind guy. How do you know when you're done unwrapping a gift? I like that. It's pretty good. <laughs> How was your Christmas, buddy? <laughs> it was good. I'm at the. We have enough kids in our family that it's uh, uneventful for me now. You know, it's Perfect. just how I like it. Boring. Yes, I'm with you on that. Uh, it's actually funny because 
my in-laws, I'm the youngest person who attends anything that's going on as far as Christmas goes. And so, oh really? Yes. So for well, Carl years gets now, to open his stocking. That's yeah, fun. Dude, for, for years, they treat <laughs> me and my wife and my brother-in-law and his wife like we're the children of the family. So we're just like playing with uh, Nerf guns and running around the house. <laughs> it's actually I just really want to be there when Carl opens his gifts. That's, <laughs> that's what it's all about for me. Wee! Yay! <laughs> all right. I'll tell you. All right, all right. Let me ask you this first. Did you get a gift from your girlfriend? Uh, no, we didn't do gifts this year. We didn't do gifts because this we're year. Uh, taking a vacation. Oh yes, you were telling me we we're heading out to yes. uh, sunny SoCal. That's right. Tomorrow. Yes, I've already gotten a message uh, from Hackride threatening me that I'm uh, entering his turf, so I better be careful. Oh God! <laughs> I w- have you ever seen what he looks like in person? Um, no, I've talked to the man. I know sure. his voice, but I don't know his face. Okay. I'd be very interested to see what Hackride actually looks like. Are you guys going to meet up at all? Uh, I don't know. I think I think uh, San Diego and Los Angeles are decent drives, so probably yeah, not. Probably but not. we'll see. And I, he seems like the kind of guy who doesn't own a vehicle, so he probably couldn't drive. <laughs> no, to but you. he also seems like the kind of guy that would bicycle to me. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I would, I would believe that. A demon on a bike. Well, did you get any gifts for Christmas? Was there uh, one that you were excited about? No, it's all uh, like you know, gift cards. That's sort okay. of thing. What are you What are you leading me towards? I was just asking because I wanted to tell you about the gift that I got from my wife. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, Nicole. About. Did you get anything? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Mike. You see this banter? How natural it is, and how smooth we are with each other. It's unbelievable. Sure. Uh, my wife got me because I like to put out uh, some suet and some seed for the birds next to my home office. I look out the window all day. So she got me one of these ones that has the uh, the camera in it. So it's a bird feeder with a camera, and it's got a little solar charge panel on it, so it runs forever. And I get to take videos and photos of birds on my phone. I haven't shared these with you yet. I mean, I'm, you probably want to see some of these bird photos. Really I have. cool. I'm glad you told all of us that. <laughs> I'll send. I'll send you a few. You'll see what I'm talking about. I'm and you guys said Carl was a nerd when I'll, I started I'll working. I'll win you over on this. <laughs> you know, you're acting like you're, oh, I don't care about birds, Carl, but we'll see. You'll be sharing it with you. Oh, oh, you'll be grabbing your girlfriend from Guatemala, wherever she's from. Oh, my gosh, look at Carl sent me another photo of a bird. Get in here, quick. You're going to love this. Is that a yellow-breasted swallow? <laughs> <laughs> see? I knew you were into it, motherfucker. All right. Let's get into the Super Chat. Here comes the money. Here we go. Super chat Simon 343. Doug from whose right is just another welder standing there holding their rod all day, brazenly waiting for a spark of a good joke. I don't know if we've heard that one before. I think we have, but uh, Simon 343 exclamation point five bucks says, Mr. Frosted Tips, thanks for all the John and Balin Dupree. See you in Tampa March 22nd. Can't wait for Tampa March 22nd. Save the date. Tickets will be available very soon for that. We'll let you know. Michael C. comes in. Uh, two bucks. Good thing Mike can't see this show. Has no viewers. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. If he knew the numbers. Carl's just been fooling me into conversations with him every week. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, I just wanted a friend. I'm like everyone else in the damn over. I'm just trying to make friends over here. <laughs> That's why he sucks this banter out of me. <laughs> why does he care about my Christmas gifts? <laughs> <There we go. laughs> 
WATP thinks Joe Dicker is a fantastic super chatter. Carl is pretty sure Joe went with John to Jamaica just to buy him Cool's lights. All right, now back, back to the show, everybody. <laughs> Joe Dicker, $50, says, missed live stuff before Christmas, so wishing you guys a happy new year. Well, thank you very much. I'm sure it'll be fan. And to you, sir. Fantastic. Thanks for the 50 bucks. That's very much appreciated. Dominic, five bucks. Oh, this show is still a thing? Mike should really start his own podcast. Much better than Carl. It's funny you, you say that because... <laughs> As a matter of fact, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kelly Riddle, 25 bucks. Kelly Riddle, are you on the, you are on the list now. Kelly Riddle says, Thank hi, you, Mike Kelly. and Carl. Just wanted to say Phil Hendry is the true king of radio and can... And can you make my jingle about how much of a fat hack Vinny is, or the fact Hack Ride is god awful, or Phil Omar well, is just a fat e bagger? Wow, a lot of opinions. Uh, okay, do the Kelly Phil Riddle. one. I don't agree with the other two. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Dominic again, five bucks. Carl, how would Michael know what Hack Ride looks like? He's blind. Oh, good point. <laughs> I guess that was mm. a dumb question. <laughs> I'll feel his face when I'm in California. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't send you any uh, 3D prints of his face so you can figure out what he looks like. Catalano <laughs> TV, two bucks. Happy New Year. Blind Mike and Carl. Thank you very much, Joey C. Very you, much buddy. appreciated. And then uh, Huge Asshole coming in with $50 says, thanks for all the entertainment this year, guys. You keep naming it. We'll keep fucking it. I'll keep fucking it. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Huge like Asshole. It. Thank you very much. Very generous. Support. Thank you, guys. Yes, we're off to uh, a good start on this episode. Let's get right into the social media content, starting with some music. Who are these music? Who are these music? This one came in from the conservative atheist. And it's still the holiday season, so I feel like we can uh, check out this song. See what Mike says. Please thinks. be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Should be fine if I don't push too hard. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Should be fine if I don't push too hard. He doesn't go anywhere you wouldn't predict it would go, and yet I still found the music. I now more than ever, I feel like we're doing some zany morning radio yes. here. That's like a perfect <laughs> <laughs> weenie in the butt song or yes. something. <laughs> when Mike and I were early on in our conversations about this show, we were talking about doing like a morning drive style podcast, and this is exactly yes. what we'd be playing on there. <laughs> and we laugh in the background. Oh, that's Whoa! good. And, Spoiler, there's a second verse that's exactly the same as the first. That's always good for a parody song. Just repeat I was the, hoping so. I said, why change it up? They've, they've nailed it. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's hear some more music. This is a piece from 1931. Ray Guitard in the Discord server popped this okay. in there. If people go to uh, whoarethese.com, you find a link to the Discord server. It's free to join. And we have a channel in there. It's the Who Are These Podcast Discord server, but there's a Who Are These Socials channel. Get in there, share all the fun stuff you're seeing on social media. We'll 
play it on the show if we enjoy it as well. And here's an example of, you know, you, you think the uh, old timey songs weren't funny back then, but there were comics even back in 1931, almost a hundred years ago with uh, hilarious songs like this one. I stoke it every chance I get It's my girl's pussy Seldom plays <laughs> and never purrs And I love the thoughts it serves But I don't mind because it's hers My girl's pussy Often it goes out at night Returns at break of dawn No matter what the weather's like It's always nice and warm It's never dirty, always clean In giving thrills, never mean but it's the best I've ever seen is my, my girl's pussy. pussy. So my thought on this, <laughs> is it possible this was the first guy to make the pussy joke? Because obviously <laughs> this has been played out now. We, yeah, we get it. Yeah, pussy is a cat. Sure. Um, but maybe this was the funniest thing that happened in 1931. Like People are like, holy shit. I never would have connected these two things. This is brilliant. Well, what I like, so th- we played, uh, remember a few weeks ago, we played the woman who was singing about uh, coming. I forget her name. Yes. But it was an old timey song like this. Yeah. And uh, th- there had to be like, these must have been the rebels of their time. Like they were like, fuck Lenny Bruce. He, uh, this must have been like very edgy at that you had, time. You had to know a secret password in order to buy this from the record store. You know, they wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't just sell it to you. Um, it's a right. bold, this is a ballsy artist. Now, now <laughs> really he, he would now be no different than the guy we just heard singing about his shits or whatever that was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now you just but be like, at the time, whatever. it was very innovative. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so this, is, this song is mostly instrumental. It's just a couple little parts here, but I wanted to fast forward to where he really gets into it here. All right, we get it. <laughs> Very good stuff, sir. <laughs> You're talking about t- I like that. Talking about a vagina. Yeah, I get it. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets wet. Yay, super chats. Chef Lewis, five bucks. Happy Q year, gearheads and clug maniacs. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. And a merry clugmas to all of you as well. And uh, Rock or B 2002 says, who knew Lady K likes watching woodpeckers? Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I watched all the peckers. I meant to, I didn't want to bring up the Carl's gay rumors, but he has been getting double teamed by Simon and Schuster again. That's so. true. Yes. Who knows? Another <laughs> video was taken down by those two assholes. Uh, I want to say, oh, and then uh, rocker B 2002 says, this is the original WAP right here. Yes. This was the original wet ass pussy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This guy had to pave the way <laughs> for wet ass pussy yeah. to become I don't a think song. soccer moms were singing this one though. <laughs> no, probably not. All right. We were introduced to a new character last week. Yeah. Christine Knowlton. 
yeah spoiler alert by the way justin trudeau turned me on to christine knowlton yeah uh teased on twitter this week that christine knowlton had the number one special in my top 10 of the year mm. and i'll just say you have to watch to find out i'm not going to admit whether or not that that's true but she does have uh a bevy of content on youtube <laughs> that i'm digging through so i figured now we, we saw her uh stand up last week so i figured we could move to her song parodies this week yes now you say that she has all this content on YouTube. You're the only one who knows that. There's 36 subscribers. This yes. video has nine views on it. I guess it's going to be 10 oh. when I play it now. Silly me. I was going to say eight, and then I remember I watched it. That's right. So. Yeah, you watched it, then I watched it, so now we're going to be at 10. Yeah. But um, Christine Knowlton. So this is the woman that we saw do the Zoom stand-up thing, part of Tom Myers stuff. And yeah. uh, she's like a real-life chip. She was doing all the chicken jokes. Yeah, and she sounds like I don't know if you remember um, when Opie and Anthony played uh, like SNL ripped off the character of Chip with someone named Tippy. Yeah, Christine Knowlton may have been Tippy. Like it sounds exactly <laughs> like that. All right. Well, last time I mentioned she had like a ukulele around her neck. She never really played it, but uh, this yes. time we're gonna hear some of her musicality, some of her skills Good. here as a musician. I don't even know what to say. I... Ignore her sexiness and try to focus oh, on the God. music. And for people who are listening, she's so <laughs> fat and so ugly. And that's an important part from what you're about to hear. Trust me. Uh, you're going to need to know that. She oozes sex. You're <laughs> Let's lying. get this uh, party started, shall we, with the one, Woo! the only, the very talented, Christine Knowlton, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, it's so great to be here. Um I'm going to do a couple of songs for you here. I'm still working out the kinks. <laughs> anyway. Um, Could you yeah. explain to me why that got a laugh? Because I thought maybe it was visual or something. Well, so I think she's talking about, like, she's kinky. She's working out her kinks, oh, maybe. Boy, but the, the reason why I got a laugh. Stuff. That went way over my head. Well, no, the reason why I got a laugh <laughs> is because she stopped and made a face to show everyone that that was a joke. Because otherwise... You wouldn't know because gotcha. she literally has not finished writing these songs. She, she literally <laughs> has work to do still on these, but she's performing them anyway. God bless her. Just to let you know, um, I am a squirter. Ugh. In the female Ooh. ejaculation way, not the IBS way. What? Oh, uh, because we were all thinking it. Well, that's what the, I'm a squirter means. What else would it mean that you're shitting yourself with no, liquid diarrhea? We all thought, when you said squirter, we all thought you meant you had diuretic shits. <laughs> Thank God you cleared that up. <laughs> and she pauses, too, for like people to, huh, what does she mean by that? Oh, it means it's coming out of her pussy. Okay. That's how that's how sexy Christine Knowlton is, is that she had to warn everyone. I don't mean I'm shitting myself. Right. I know that's how I look, but... I've never looked up squirting on YouPorn and thought I might see shitting, so I should be careful. <laughs> Specify. Tread lightly here. Vaginal or anal? <laughs> <laughs> anal squirting. That's a fun category. Um, I really don't want to think about this woman's vagina or her squirting. Well, you're going to be left no choice. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> anyway, my first song I'm going to be singing is On Top of Sploosh Mountain. Cause why the fuck not, right? <laughs> On top of Sploosh Mountain, all covered with sploosh, I pleasured my G spot until I was pleased. Until she was what? 
pleased. I just want to point out as we're playing this song, all the laughter you're hearing is not Mike or myself. This is these idiots <laughs> on this Zoom call who are giving her way too much. It's insane. I don't know. I like it. It's original. The lyrics all fit. I think I think she, this kid's going places. <laughs> well, she's got an amazing voice, too. I got to give her that. <laughs> it flowed off the bed and onto the floor. It started a little pitchy for me. I was like, my ah. poor sploosh ball. There was some pitch problems in there. You had a couple things right going out on. The door. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, there's something I'm noticing in this my second listen of this okay. that I, we talk about with Tom Myers a lot, where these are like children, yes. and it's clear to me now that she knows that squirting is funny, but she doesn't actually know what it is. Oh, because she's, she's talking she's about talking her about sploosh ball. balls. Yeah, and it, there's a whole falling ball on the of floor. Squirt falling on the floor doesn't make any fucking sense. How cold is yeah, it in this think... place? Can you imagine? <laughs> she's I think this broad is squirting. <laughs> she's squirting ice. She's like, it's like an ice machine. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. The first time I listened to this, I'm just like, okay, this is not entertaining. But she thinks, like you said, they're children. So they right. think anything to do with your vagina or something is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When you lose your fucking sploosh balls. Hold on, let's back that up a little bit because the commentary in here is di- we dynamite. We can't miss all the gold. No, Carl. this is dynamite right here. <laughs> like when she explains her jokes. Sploosh ball, float right out the door. Don't you hate when you lose your fucking sploosh balls? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I sploosh in the garden and under my bush. That's a lie. I have no bush. Ugh. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Way she, to keep it sexy, Christine. Is she hitting on me right now? What's going on? <laughs> and then my poor Ben was nothing but wet. What? I'm also blind yeah. as fuck. It's due from masturbation, and I scared a blind hey. person. Anyway, now that's over the line, bitch. Is that I was with you so happens? far. Wait a second. That is how that happens, isn't it? You shut your mouth. You're masturbating too much, <laughs> you isn't <whore>. it? <laughs> it was tasty. Whoa. Like you've never tasted yours before. As tasty <laughs> could be. We're talking about As me. bullshit if you never tasted it. And then the next summer. Oh, she's so gross. <laughs> I splooshed down to my knees. That's a lot of fucking sploosh right there. Is it? <laughs> my I knees love the commentary. She goes, I splooshed down to my knees. That's a lot of sploosh. No, that's how gravity works. Now, Carl, you're in a band. I know you guys yeah. don't use words in your songs. I have a band that has words in our songs, but <laughs> go ahead. Is it recommended that you use the same word over and over again? Or should you try and mix it up? Think of uh, synonyms, perhaps. Well, especially for a comedy song, I would like try to like have different jokes from time to time right. in a comedy right. song rather than the same joke over and over again. Diminishing returns on sploosh, I think. Also, the song that she's parodying here is yeah. about a meatball that falls on the floor and then rolls out the door. Um, I don't think that that actually applies, like you were saying earlier, to female ejaculation. So she doesn't have to follow the same storyline. That's the thing about parody songs. They can be anything you want them to be. You're just following the <laughs> melody. No, no. This is an Italian dish that we all know. <laughs> okay, all right, when, fair enough. When you make a woman come. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Girl, 
covered with sploosh. Because what the hell else would they be covered in, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the floor. Someone goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, Correct. Oh, yeah. Yes. Tiny Tim is rolling in his grave right now. It's terrible. Like Niagara Falls. So if you like sploosh mountain. What? All covered with sploosh. If you like sploosh mountain, all covered in sploosh. Yeah. Pretty good line. What the fuck else would it be covered in? Again, damn it. Just find your jeans. That's just like, that's just throwing up your hands and being like, I have nothing here. And you will be pleased. I'd rather she talk about those chickens again. Okay, that one definitely needs some work. Yeah, it It needs some work, but it's there. It's it's there. (laughs) Oh, for the love of God, don't encourage me to do this shit. And we're on a sploosh roll. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on a second. You're going to do a second song. It's also about sploosh. You're damn right. I'm if it kinda, ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. I'm kind of <laughs> splooshed out at this point. I don't know how much more sploosh talk I could take, but all right. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> we're on a sploosh roll here. Uh, it's called Splooshy Girl. You might recognize this. I'm a splooshy girl in a splooshy world. Life with orgasms. Oh. It's fantastic. She sounds like Sorry John playing the guitar. I'm sorry. These are the wrong chords. You're missing the chords. Patty, Patty. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The lyrics are great. The singing is great. But she's missing the chords, Mike. This is not acceptable. You can shave my bush. Again, I don't have one. Spank me on my toes. Oh, she brought it back. I remember from earlier. I, I honestly think she thinks she's a sex symbol. Maybe she is to these people. Maybe hey, she's guys, the hot keep one. it in your pants, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine Tom Pyre's titty-fucking this girl? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep Tom, tonight. I wonder if, in, like, this crowd, Tom Myers slays. Oh, maybe. Like, if he's the king, the, the playboy of the underground Maryland comedy scene. Yeah, you know what? Maybe all these people are just trying to get Nick Mullen's attention. And that's what they're doing on this show. They're just like, how stupid is this, huh, Nick Mullen? Huh? <laughs> this is Nick, you bad. haven't grown past this, have you? <laughs> Sploosh is your creation. Come on, G-Spot, let's go party. Ooh, ooh. Come on, Again, G-Spot, I submit let's go party. she doesn't know what a G-Spot is. Ooh, ooh. No, she doesn't know what any of this you stuff is. You can touch, you can play. If you say, I've got the wet vac. You can touch, you can play. She's cleaning up her sploosh with a wet. All right, I'm, I think I'm tapping on this one. <laughs> That's fair. I, Are you okay I, with I, that? I was surprised we made it through the whole first one, to be honest. <laughs> so but, bad. But I say again, we probably said we've, we said this when we talked about uh, Tom Myers and GD Fenderson and some of these other people, but mm-hmm. you got to tip your fucking cap. This is a supportive group that they yes. run in. Like the amount that they will laugh at just whatever is pretty impressive. It's insane. And she even acknowledges that. Oh, you guys are encouraging me. All right. Well, then we should probably stop. I didn't realize that's what we were doing. <laughs> we'll stop then. All right. Yay. Super chats. Box eating dad. The two bucks coming in. Happy New Year, fellas. Pedo Craig to KMS producer. You, buddy. I don't think that's going to happen, but thank you. Joe Dicker with five bucks says, Tukey's Wendy cleans up real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Trudell, five bucks. 
There's also a ventriloquist comic called A.A. Ron, who introduces Christine sometimes. Tom Myers versus the rest of the Zoom comics is gold. Love yeah. you, Blind Mike. You didn't you, tell buddy. me about A.A. Ron. Mike, have you been I'm hiding just, this from me? I'll have to dive into it, but Justin just reminded me, like when we saw Tom Myers live, mm -hmm. maybe the best part of the whole Haver de Grace debacle was there was a, Justin will know his name. Fuck. Um, oh, I, I, I know you're going to. The judge, the honorable judge mentalist, I think. Yes. He's a psychic and medium that doesn't perform. Like, he, the whole time he was just like, if you guys come back to my main show in a couple weeks, I'm going to perform psychic tricks. Right. <laughs> but he didn't do it that week. It was very bizarre. So I'm going to have to look into him as well. Yeah, he came on the show just to promote that he does another show that you should come yeah. and see. At you just some wait, point. guys. Come back in two weeks. I swear it's going to blow you just, your balls you just off. Just do it right now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> Pyromobile says, tippy, tippy, tap that notification bell. I, I like that. Yes. yes. That's good branding right there. Smash the like button and tippy, tippy, tap that notification bell. Thank you very much. Huge asshole, two bucks. This song is a real cock softener. <laughs> oh, we got uh, Dennis coming in. Dennis from East Boston. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Dennis in East Boston. You are a true warrior in the dabble verse that would never tell anyone about exploding bloody hemorrhoids staining your jeans. <laughs> Might be a new one. Did Stuttering John hear that clip from Blind Mike Project last week where Mike and Carter spoke very honestly about Carl and not in an attempt to prove John's idiocy? Uh, I believe he did. I didn't get to hear the uh, John responding to that, but you told me he did. Uh, for some reason, he thought we were lying. Well, I don't know what tipped him off to he that. He thought I was the puppet master. So if you're not familiar, <laughs> on the Blind Mike Project, they had Cardiff on, and uh, Mike had this idea. He goes, what if we just do this thing? Uh, John won't know the context. He'll never watch this show. Let's yeah. talk about what an asshole Carl is. And so I'm what, saying all of this on air. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You're, you're setting it all up. They're like, okay, let's do it. Right. So then yeah. for five minutes, you guys all talked about what an asshole I am, knowing that yeah. John would see that clip and you're hoping he'd get, you'd get a response. I knew it. But instead, John's too smart for it. He's like, no, Carl put him up to this. I was, yeah. I was behind Carl it made all. them do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I said was interesting, and maybe, maybe this is me thinking about it too much, but what I thought was interesting is all me and Cardiff say in that is that like Carl is obsessed with John and like makes us talk about John and like, you know, is forcing us to do this thing. Basically, we're calling Carl an asshole. Right. And John's like, no way that's true. <laughs> Why? Why? It's like, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. That, it's, it's like, so to prove us wrong, you're saying it would be crazy if everything you say every day. Oh, this is the one that uh, got me is I said that Carl absolutely uploaded his book to the Patreon no, right. and we've all pretended it didn't happen. That's and John's right. like, no way that lion I'm like, oh interesting <laughs> don't try your child psychology on me he always calls it child <laughs> psychology which is not a thing but okay eb nye coming with five pounds says merry holiday season for an example of how to be sexier funnier and less creepy christine milton should watch kathy bates and misery a plus yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's christine Knowlton, but yes Yes, yes. She is close enough. awful to look at and hear from and everything else. Troy Smith coming in with five bucks. Can Splooshy be the next Hackride character, please? Yes. Hackride, get on that. We want to see Splooshy. 
I don't know how you guys think the Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid is a demon. He's not just going to be other characters. You gotta, right. Yeah. That, 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 that's Rocco's thing. Yeah, he's definitely not a toilet and whatever else I tune into on that program. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, Troy Smith put together an awesome piece for me. I, I got to get it printed up and put it on the wall here. But he actually, because John's been calling himself the goat so much, he made a, he drew John as a goat. And it's fantastic. So thank you for that, Troy. You're the best. Kelly Riddle, five bucks. Carl, why do you say flick people off instead of flip people off? It drives me up the fucking wall. Tukey rules. And I love Cardiff too. Two, 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 Tukey world order. T-W-O. Aren't both correct? I'll give Carl this one. That's an oft-debated... Yeah. Uh, Inter- interchangeable sort of wording. I think I say is. flip, I think, but I've heard both. All right. Well, I guess I'll say flip from now on. I, I've, I've heard it both ways from other people. Don't don't cower to these people. You be yourself. Listen, to Kelly Riddle sets me straight. I'm going to be set straight. I'm fine with that. Kelly, You say it exactly right, my friend. Thank you. I knew it. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's all the validation I need. Conservative Atheist Podcast, two bucks, a podcast on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, and the rest. If producer Chris were here, right. he'd have that uh, drop for us. Suburban tug time, two bucks. Old short eyes Craig, they call him. <laughs> Poor Craig. He gets beat up more on this show. He has nothing to do with the show. And he gets it's beat true. up. Oh, you know what? That reminds me, though. Mike and I just did a crossover show for the Blind Mike Project and Who Are These Podcasts. We did a bonus show if you're on our Patreons. And we were reviewing more of Julia Fox's uh, audiobook. And yes. someone brought up to me, and they made a good point. It's not really a crossover if Craig and producer Chris aren't there. Maybe the next time we do this, we should have Ooh. Craig and producer Chris, the four of us, should be checking out Wouldn't Julia Fox. Exciting. Fox's what do you think? I like the sound of that. Yeah, All right. I like the sound of that, too. I think that'll be uh, hey. fun. You get what you wish for, folks. That's right. Don't come crying to me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the amazing super chat, Matthew Rowley. This gift lets WATP spirits even more than watching three hours of Corndiff 3D printing a trombone when you can't sleep. Matthew Rowley, I do like how Doug from the Jingles Department lets us give us a little peek into his world from time to time <laughs> in some of these personalized jingles. Disturbing what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> three hours of watching Corndiff 3D printed trombone. Uh, Matthew Rowley, 10 bucks. Carly, heartfelt thanks for the. The year-long gift you give your listeners in the form of amazing podcasts. Mike, how poor you are to not be able to do a vacation and gifts in one 365-day period. Wow, that took a turn. I'm sorry. I read the first half of that. I was like, oh, Matthew, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the listeners. I really appreciate the support. And then he's just like, and what the fuck's up with Mike? He can't buy a gift for his girlfriend and go on vacation. Neither of us really want anything. Oh, stop. Like, I, don't ask, I don't ask for things for Christmas because I'm not a child. Well, do you have a bird feeder with a camera in it that you can look at <laughs> That's the in thing, real time? I could, <laughs> I could strive for excellence like Carl does, but I don't need gifts on Christmas, really. Oh, gosh, now, now I feel silly for even sharing that <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> now you made me feel silly. I do like you scurrying under the tree in the morning. <laughs> Ooh, it's got my name on it. That one's got my name on it. All right, let's go over to TikTok. TikTok's a psyop by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we 
voice talking now. Oh, 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 oh. TikTok fucking blows. Starting with Trisha Paytas. Now, Trisha Paytas is the woman who makes me jealous of Mike's eyesight. She looks <laughs> like a actual life form of Miss Piggy, and she's wildly famous, <laughs> and for some reason is famous for almost being sexy. Like, people are into her. She Adam, sounds hot, so I'm surprised to hear your review. Adam 22 actually fucked her, I think. It's very bizarre to me. But the point is this. She's got wealth. She's got fame. She's a muckbanger. She gets to eat fast food on YouTube yes. and make all this money. She's a podcaster. What else? I think she gets to. Like, we couldn't do that yeah. if we wanted to. <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I mean, that's all she wants to be doing anyway. And she's getting paid for it. So yeah. what else could she possibly want out of life? Merry Christmas, y'all. Hope you had a great Christmas. We did. Um, just here thinking about the lottery tonight. It's the Powerball. And it's over $600 million. I'm putting my manifestation skills to work. Universe, I am ready and open to receive the $638 million jackpot. All I really want is a house with slides. How many lotteries does she need to win in her life? She's already <laughs> won the lottery multiple times. And now she's asking for one more. Well, so what's sad about it, I only say you one of these videos is mm. the she sent or uh, posted multiple on the night of Christmas. Okay. Where she's like, I'm just I'm just thinking she's talking about some reality star that I'm not familiar with. I'm just hoping like that they're okay right now. And she's making these I guess it's some maybe a little tongue in cheek, but like they're disturbing videos considering her family is probably in the other room. Right. That's ten million dollars. And I promise that I will do good with a lot of this money and help others. Like I'm kind of just over like I don't know, the grind of it all. Like I know oh, I have a great grind. job. But like I would love to just like get a yacht, sail the world. So again, this woman is living everyone's dream. She's an influencer, she's a podcaster, TikTok star, she muckbanks. And she's sitting there going, I just I need a, a, to make a hundred million dollars because it's just too much work that I'm doing right now. It's very relatable to be a yeah. fast a professional chilies eater <laughs> and, and be like, guys, I just wish I cashed it. Imagine if money just fell in your lap. I certainly can't. You know, feed children that need food and like help shelter people who don't have homes. Like go to some Disney trips. I would love to go on a luxury <laughs> vacation. I want to feed children and eat food and shelter people and then like go to Disney and you know <laughs> where they have the new well, frozen. Well, it started with yachts and then yeah, she realized I maybe yachts, I should throw some, so mix some charity right. in here. <laughs> That's my Christmas wish. Manifesting the win in 40 minutes. If I won the lottery, I would give to my favorite charity, which is of course uh, boob jobs for runaways. Very important work those people are doing over there. Who is still supporting this asshole, Trisha Paytas? Who's watching these videos where she's sitting there going, oh, I just, I hate work. It's too much work. I just want to win hundreds of millions of dollars and then go to Disney. People are still giving her money. That's the interesting thing about this show in the, in the year plus that we've been doing it is 
my kind of go-to is like, oh, every, the, all these people must be like us and watching for their own amusement. Mm, right. And then I kind of realized, like, it's not possible based on the numbers that some of these people have following them. Like, I think Trisha Paytas has millions of followers or right. at least hundreds of thousands, certainly. Uh, they can't all be just assholes like us that are like, look at this fucking moron. She won the lottery. What the fuck is she talking about? There has to be some people that like, oh, Trisha, you are so right. Imagine <laughs> you deserve a break from the grind. No, I'm reading the comments right now because you can tell who's being trolled and you could you could pick up on the sarcasm and stuff. When right. Tom Myers posts a video and everyone's like, you're the champ and you're killing sure. it. Yeah, yeah, no, one, yeah. no one's better yeah. than you. It's like, okay, I see what's going on here. But yeah. with, with Trisha... It's like, Merry Christmas, Trish. I love you, Icon. And another one, Merry Christmas, Trish. Heart emoji. Love you, Trish. And manifesting that Malibu has a long, healthy life. <laughs> imagine imagine being back in the dating world and just some girl brings up, like, yeah, I'm a big Trisha Paytas fan. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do to pass the time? I usually hang on TikTok with Trisha Paytas. I All just right, think well. she's, the way she wolfs down burgers is really inspiring to me. <laughs> Maddie says, you're so real for this. And Gil says, you just get it. Oh, she's <laughs> she's just like us. She also wants to win the lottery so she doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> and then the assholes around here are like, I'll take five million when you win. <laughs> oh my God. Sasha says, Trish is so me. And there's 88 likes on that comment. Sasha, no. <laughs> you can be better. You can do better than Sasha, that. Sasha, get your life together, sweetheart. Seriously. <laughs> It's horrible. Jay Loiterer, two bucks. Isn't Hack Ride Boney the boner, though? Oh, yeah, good point. No. I mean, no. They're the same? Hack Ride is a demon. (laughs) That's it. Psychotic, 10 bucks. Carl, you're the best. Thanks, Psychotic. Okay. Before we get back to the show, I have to admit that, Mike, you carry the show, and I am nothing without you. Thanks, buddy. You deserve a raise. God damn it. He got me to read the thing I didn't want to read. Oh, I thought you took a break from reading for a moment. I'm no, sorry. Oh, that was, I swear <laughs> to God, I was reading. Michael C says, can we trick Mike into sleeping with Trisha? Yeah, probably. <laughs> kind of like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Revenge of the Nerds. One of my favorites. Uh, Sure. The big prank they play. Yeah, good answer. The big prank that the nerds oh, play yes. yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end is he's wearing a mask <laughs> and the hot girl thinks that she's sleeping with her boyfriend, but he's actually sleeping with the nerd, which is um, rape <laughs> in every single form yeah, of Well, in today's culture, we call it that. <laughs> yes. We've developed all these terms for things My now. My <laughs> point is, I wonder if we could somehow swap out your girlfriend and Trisha Paytas and pull a similar prank on Blind Mike Geary. That'd be kind of fun, right? <laughs> Have you been eating McDonald's at a rapid clip? <laughs> and then and then I'm in the closet with a camera and I fall out of the closet and then she poops and the on breaks. your dick and the tape breaks and oh, it's Tucker Max. No Carl's one ultimate dream. No one knows what I'm referring to. Speaking of my ultimate dream. Skunk fart. (laughs) Let's not forget that Opie is on TikTok and he's active on TikTok. He's still trying to become a TikTok star. He still wants to be a social media influencer. Yes. At age 60 now, he's insane what he's doing. All right. Let's see uh, what he just posted for the holidays. Thinking this is going to be a good video. It's beginning to look a lot. So if you're listening, 
I'll tell you that um, Opie's hanging out next to a guy who's just in a cubicle working on his computer. And it says, Larry needs Christmas spirit. Yeah, I was wondering if you had any context to this, because I couldn't make heads or tails of who Larry was. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. There's one comment from Tim McConnell who says, I love the Larry bit. So, okay. I, I, don't, I don't know what else. <laughs> All right, it's a trend. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm not a Grinch. I like Christmas. Everywhere you go. Tis the season, right, bro? I got it. You say so. Get your Christmas shopping done, Lair. I started already. Good. Did you get your tree yet, Lair? No, I didn't get my tree yet. When are you going to get your tree, Lair? Rouge, I don't get it. I don't do trees. Get your shopping done, Lair. Is it... Why do you keep Merry saying Christmas? his name? Yeah. No, happy holidays. Or happy holidays. For me, it's Merry Christmas. Yes. I celebrate Christmas. Larry! No. They should have eggnog to keep it all festive this holiday season. Oh, buy it. Larry! Larry! I got to be honest, when I saw this, I thought, well, this has got to be really old. Opie just posted this just before Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought, I kind of sent it to you just for guidance. I thought maybe you knew something I didn't that I was missing. I thought there's no way Opie just met a guy named Larry, who I guess is a bit of a grump. I don't know. This could be something like gold. You would think is Opie hasn't been anywhere near an office environment in six or seven years. So this has <laughs> got to be old footage. And maybe there is a guy, Larry, that I should know from when Opie was doing Opie and Jim or the Opie radio podcast, the afternoons or something. I don't know. If it was something from like Opie and Anthony lore, I would think either of us would know One it. Of us would and know if it was. It. Since then, I would think you would know it, right? If this was well, a, a staple bit of Opie, I ha- I do have the Opie blind <laughs> spot that everyone has. Of, okay, so we all listened to Opie and Jim the day they came back after Anthony was fired. Everyone listened sure. to that episode, and then I never heard Opie again until he started the podcast. <laughs> I think it's all where right, everyone's at, right? We <laughs> all just yeah, yeah, stopped yeah. listening to Opie at that point. Well, now what Opie does that he's brilliant at. Because we've seen him stomp on cakes. We've seen him do a lot of great things when he's the, on the street, just chatting with people, being hilarious. Out amongst the people. Out amongst the people. And this is great because Opie is watching people ice skate at the outdoor uh, ice skating. I, mean, I think this is like uh, Rockefeller Plaza or something, probably. Uh-oh. Where's this going? <laughs> All right. Watch out. Are you Billie Eilish? Are you Billie Eilish? Oh, I'm sorry. Carry on. See, now, you won't get the visual gag here, but this person had pink hair, and because Opie's, like, hip, and with it, he's like, are you Billie Eilish? I mean, it's pretty funny. Uh, pretty funny stuff, uh, right? right? Pretty good. Uh, now that you've explained it to me. Yeah. Good stuff, Opie. Pretty funny. All right. <laughs> what else you got? Let's see. All right. There's a a woman who's not really skating. She's just kind of walking with her skates, not going very quickly. Doesn't seem hey, to be what real are you, Tony Hawk? It doesn't seem to be real comfortable <laughs> on her skates. Let's see what do you have to say about this. Wouldn't you just walk at that point? And he looks over at three people who kind of giggle along with him when he's like, wouldn't you just walk at that point? 
And I think he's actually talking to more people than he normally is on his live stream. So props to him for that. There's three people watching him yell at <laughs> or make fun of these people who are ice skating. But this is what Opie thinks he's good at. I like that Opie goes to the streets to double his numbers. He's like, <laughs> right. well, well, look, so how many more people are listening to me now? <laughs> All right. Well, here's another example of uh, Opie out there fucking with people. But, uh, can I say real quick about both of these videos? But the last one in particular, like... Man on the street stuff takes a while to to perfect and find something funny. Yeah. You can't just lazily and sloppily walk outside and go, hey, are you Billie Eilish? And then post a video and be like, this is going to take off. People are going to now people are going to remember the name Greg Hughes. Well, what this reminded me of is some of the Ryan Long stuff that Ryan Long does in New York. And yeah. it's hilarious because he goes out and asks people crazy questions and gets a reaction out of them. And you can tell it's curated and edited down and you just get the best reactions and the funniest interactions with people. And Ryan's a funny guy. So it yeah. works. But I'm sure, but it, Ryan's funny, which Opie doesn't have. Right. But also I'm sure that takes him forever yeah. to I'm get sh- good I responses. Bet he, I bet he goes out a day or two for a two minute long video. You know, I'm yes, sure there's absolutely. hours of footage. That they sift yeah. through. This is what Opie's doing. There's a woman standing here next to a statue, and there's another woman taking her photograph. And Opie just decides, oh, I should probably fuck with these people. This woman, by the way, <laughs> is like 80 years old. Are you? Are you? Are you? What? Are you almost done? I'm trying I'm to. Not talking to you, John. I'm looking to sister. I, I was talking to her. I, is she almost uh, done? I'm, I'm moving now. Uh, you look beautiful, by the oh, way. No, I don't look- you 100% you look beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You are, an 80 year old lady, you can't flirt with me. I'll flirt with an 80 year old lady. Watch this. You're beautiful, for real. Own that shit. I mean it, man. Oh, positive. Sorry, man. Oh, God. Opie's the only guy who can do the man on the street thing, and he looks like the dumbass. Like, the whole point of doing that <laughs> is to make people look foolish. <laughs> It's almost Opie, impressive. Opie's the subject of jaywalking in his own video. Right, yes, he's the he's the moron. He doesn't know the answer to the questions. All right, I found a uh, video of Solar that was recommended to me on TikTok. So this is me finding wow. a video for us to check out. If you're a system man, you know it. Clap your hands. If you're a system man, you know it. Clap your hands. If you're a system and you know it, and your mask will truly show it. If you're a system and you know it, trap your hands. Now, solar is a DID system, and solar has a lot of different people and things living inside her body. Sure. And one of the things that we're curious about, Mike and myself, is how do they communicate with each other? How does one of her alters know information that when they're not fronting is being presented to them? Right. Do you know the answer to that question? I don't really. I assume okay. there are some sort of board meetings that take place, but I don't know if I know for sure. They do a download at the end of each day. <laughs> All right, so this yeah. is uh, this is the answer. Now we're going to learn something together, I think. Okay. Hi, my name is Zenith. I am a primary protector in our DID system. Hello, Zenith. Now, sometimes with DID, <laughs> if there's important information that we need to pass from the front to other altars inside, yeah. we can just talk to them just as if we were in the same room with them all right time out how does that work i thought there was only one personality that's fronting at any given time so how are you just talking to your alters hey you over there are you clinically insane <laughs> you too <laughs> yeah, is she looking at the mirror and just... <laughs> 
Um, and sometimes that's that's that gets the message across. No further communication needed. No problems arise when not alter friends. And sometimes we just have to shout into the void and hope for the best. Exhibit A. Okay, listen up everyone. If you are going to be fronting tonight, I want you to know Ladybug has revolution on the back of her neck. Don't put your mouth on it. Ladybug what? has revolution. Okay, so I think she's either describing a cat or a dog, and there's something that's been applied to this animal. And okay. so she's just yelling in a room information she wants all of her alters to know about. Are, is there a time where she would put her mouth in the back of her cat's neck? Sure, of course, if it's being okay. extra cute and cuddly. Got it. Right. <laughs> no, it looks she'll, really tasty. She'll explain. She'll explain. <laughs> okay. Come on. Don't kiss the back of her neck and put your mouth on it. Ladybug has revolution on. She has revolution on. Her flea and tick treatment is on the back of her neck. It does not taste good. Don't put your mouth on it. Ladybug has revolution on. How do you know that? Revolution is her flea tick and heartworm prevention. She gets that once a month. You probably should have said that first, but okay. Now we're up to speed. Thank you. <laughs> We've tried it, and it does not taste good. <laughs> not, not delicious. <laughs> and um, it doesn't taste good. So I really hope that if anybody else fronts tonight, they will have gotten the message that Ladybug has revolution on. Please don't put your mouth on it. It's my mouth, too. So do you taste it, then? So if it's just a thing where I, she doesn't like the taste of it, then there's another alter who doesn't know this information and starts well, making out with I, the I, neck of this cat. I'm sorry. Stop saying doesn't like the taste of it like it's a condiment. <laughs> <laughs> this tick medication that you put on doesn't taste good. Is it good? ever labeled? <laughs> this is the tastiest tick medication. <laughs> Four out of five alters agree. It's delicious. <laughs> you can use it on your cat or just as a nice appetizer. <laughs> Or put it on your fries. <laughs> All right. Since we're on TikTok, let's talk about GG33. It's been a little while since we've talked about him. GG33 is this guy who's figured out a way to make up nonsense and get people to believe that what he's saying is accurate as far as predicting the future, as far as knowing what's going to happen to you in your life, as far as understanding why you do the things that you do and the decisions that you make. It all has to do with numbers, numerology. And what I like about gg33 and i've always liked this guy i like grifters who want to take it even further they're like all right i have some people who are buying my bullshit but that's not enough i need to be no. a god among grifters and i think that's boy, where gg33 is, is going what's that yeah i said boy is he in his own mind yes so this is no doubt that's where he's taking it numerology is a real science there's a reason they put astrology next to the funny pages because they want to make it look like a joke numerology astrology is real no, it's because it's the same audience idiot it's because the same people who want to read peanuts also want to see what their horoscope says <laughs> that's, that's no why. no it's a it's a scam here's they want to make it look silly but they'll also put it in the newspaper right. they're not just going to ignore it <laughs> yes <laughs> Also, he says numerology is a science, and anyone who knows what this guy does, he can connect anything to anything just by saying, oh, there's a 9 and a 2, that adds up to 11, and 11 uh -oh, means I mean... this thing, and so you can just, you know, 9 has four letters in it, and the number 4 means it's just like, oh, wait, what? You can just create anything you want out of anything? Okay. It 
it gets repetitive because it's literally exactly what you're saying, but every week we could have videos of him doing exactly that. Like, oh, you yeah. were born on the 29th? 2 plus 9 is 11. That means you're the... the, the but which he'll do that. It'll be like 2 plus 9 is 11, but he doesn't add the two ones together for some reason. Right, right. yeah. So how far do you want to take this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he says that it's a science, and I just want to argue that the way the science works is that you like isolate a variable, and then you run an experiment, and you want to test the result that you're going to get, and then you need to be able to repeat that same result over and over again to prove that or, that's a, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Or you notice that Joe Rogan and Alex Jones were both born on a date and are both podcasters. All right, mm? you know what? That is another version of science. <laughs> My bad. Ah. Right. <laughs> Numerology, astrology is real. It's the practitioners who are the jokes. If Correct. someone is playing basketball and they can't put a ball through a hoop, it's not the game's problem. It's the guy who's playing the game. So you are the man of numerology. I didn't discover numerology. There was other numerologists before me. Thagoras is the one who gets the most credit for it. <laughs> right. But if we're going to be honest, I'm the one who spread numerology to hundreds of millions of people worldwide, so I think it is safe to say that I am the godfather of numerology. You know, you, people just need to keep it real. Right. You know, um, if a lot of people were in my position, they'll be telling people they're psychic. Uh, I'm not a right. fraud, though. I actually believe in what I'm saying. I actually am a teacher. So at, at the end of the day, you can dismiss this. You can say this is garbage. But guess what? The people who are actually in control of this world, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, they use this. Is there anything to back up the fact that he spread it to hundreds of millions of people? No, there's not. You know what I think the reasoning <laughs> is? That? I think I think his reasoning is he's on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And if you look at the potential audience sizes of all of these platforms, uh, there's potentially hundreds of millions of people. Therefore, he has talked to hundreds of millions of people. Now that's numerology that I can get behind. Right, yeah. Those are numbers. He obviously understands how this <laughs> stuff works because he threw that audience size out there. That makes sense. I just like I, I like the because that's a, a radio staple. Like you would hear it with Stern forever. Yeah. But I just like that he's going. I mean, listen, Pythagoras has done some great things with numbers. I'm not going to take away from Pythagoras, but like. I talk to millions of people every day, you know, like I kind of am. I'm the king of all numbers. If you talk to hundreds of millions of people, I would think that Mike, you and I would go out somewhere and ask around, do you know what GG 33 is? And most of them would say yes. Just like if we no. asked about Joe Rogan or Anderson Cooper or something, they would go, yeah, yeah I know that is. Most of them would say, what are you, a fucking idiot? Of course I know GG33. He talks to hundreds of millions of people a day. Yeah, he changed my <laughs> yeah, life. Obviously. What are you talking about? <laughs> Moron. Yeah, do I know who Donald Trump is? Yes. <laughs> are you asking me? <laughs> That's my point. I don't think anyone would know what GG33 is. But, hey, why don't we experiment? Let's go out there in the world when you're on your vacay in SoCal. Ask around. Yeah, yes. See yes, I'll do know. that uh, nationally, nationwide, yes. from coast to coast, I'll ask people Let's get different sample sizes together. <laughs> All right, let's head over to YouTube. Who are these YouTube videos? Who are these YouTube videos? Oh. All right, we have to talk about our boy Chili DeCastro, Delete Laws, because he came out with a video recently talking about when he was arrested and faced with uh, his prison sentence and sent to jail. And transferred, yeah. bad things happened to him. 
So I thought it was interesting only because we've never really heard him talk about his experience in this way. Like he'll mention that he's at, he's dealt with the pigs yeah. and you know these jack boot thug coppers have stepped to him before. Sure. But he hasn't I I haven't heard him talk much about like his experience in the uh, the prison system as he gets into here. Yeah. So uh let's find out about it. They put you inside of a cell in the courthouse. In every courthouse in America, they have jail cells right behind the court. It's my first day. I'm charged with five felonies. Each one carries five years in prison, so I'm looking at 25 years in prison. What okay, so... Never gets into why. No, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> five felonies, 25 years in prison. Can you believe it? A guy like me? I'm amazing. Why would they yeah. do this to me? Never mentions anything about possessing the date rape drug or distributing it. or That doesn't get into any of those uh, details for some reason. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, funny, funny how that works. I'm sure he was innocent yeah. all along. Kelly Riddle, five bucks. Thank you, Kelly Riddle. Wanted to say thanks for all the last this year. You're a good sport, Carl. Thanks to Angry Video Game Nerds Shitty Podcast. That's how I found WATP. A lot of people found us through that. That's awesome. Thank you, Kelly Riddle. I appreciate that very much. I appreciate the support. And another two bucks from Kelly Riddle says, King Cobra JFS deserves his own segment. He often gets his own segment on this show. Don't Maybe a worry. jingle for King Cobra, though. Yes. I would agree with you on that. Okay. So let's find out more about this experience and how brutal it was and the reason why Delete Laws is out there trying to help you and me, Mike, trying to yes. give back. Yeah, the cell is this big and they've got 25 people in the cell. There's only two benches and it's literally 10 feet by 10 feet. I'm sitting between two people. I was fortunate to get a bench. All of a sudden, I see over the top of me a shadow and I look up and there is a gigantic man. He happened to be black, but he's about six foot seven. This huge man weighs about 300 pounds standing right over the top of me. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy wants my bench. So I go, Oh, you want me to get up? Because this is a giant of a human being. And yeah, he no, looks at it. me and he goes, no, when the guard leaves, I'm going to kill you. So I stand up and I'm backing away. And so then this great big guy starts going around the bench to get me. And so then I'm walking around the cell like this. And it's and this is this is what's happening in this room. And he's slowly walking towards me. But there's so many people's bodies in there laying on the ground, sitting up, that I'm walking between people. And this great big huge giant of a man is following me. And he has the look in his eyes like he wants to kill me. And I'm. Okay. This is first of all, he's describing something that doesn't quite make sense. That the the, the ground is littered with people, and yet he's like you know a, a race with this man circling the the cell somehow. Well, first off, who are you rooting for in this scenario? <laughs> right? Definitely, definitely the big guy who just happens to be black. I'm throwing that in for no reason. And just FYI, <laughs> black guy doesn't matter, obviously, but you know what I mean, right? Pretty scary. It shit. literally adds nothing to his story. I thought he was good. I thought it was going like when he said that. Yeah. I thought maybe it's going the angle of like police brutality against black people or something. He's just throwing it in there to paint the picture of like. I mean, this was a tough guy, you know. Correct. <laughs> this was a real son of a gun. <laughs> I also think it's hilarious that. Everyone wants to kick Chili to Castro's ass. Like, this guy picked him out. There's 20 people in the cell. This guy's like, you. I'm going to murder you. He's just like, what did I do? He's like, you're a freaking prick, and I can tell. Hey, he's like, I've seen your fucking videos, man. Yeah, yeah you're a pain in the <laughs> just... ass. I don't like the cops either, but I'm starting to like them now that I'm watching your fucking videos. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, Chili actually is the hero in this story. 
I know, you're oh, shocked. Well, of course. You'll be shocked yeah, yeah. to hear that. I'm like, dude, what do you want to do this? And he's just shaking his head at me like he's a total fucking psycho. And people are starting to get annoyed because I've made three or four laps now in this thing. I'm begging him, dude, why are you doing this? Please, I don't want to fight you. I don't even know you. And I hear this. <laughs> And he starts to cough in this way that I have never seen ever in my life before. Where slobber is flying out of his mouth and he's... <laughs> he can't get any air into his lungs. And now I've gone from a position where I'm running in a circle away from this man begging him. Why are you doing this? What did I do? I don't want to fight you. I don't even know you. It went from me running to now I'm over kneeling next to this man pulling on his shoulder saying, Dude, breathe. Get your tongue out of your mouth. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And one of the guys in there goes, he's choking up. And I say, choking up? What is? What, what do you mean he's choking up? Another guy goes, it's PCP. The All right. So he's lying, right? <laughs> yes. This, I, 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 the spoiler I was going to say is when we got through all of this. If this story is real, we would have heard it before. And if he has told this story before, then fine. But I haven't heard it before. There's no way he would be holding on to this for 20 years and just waiting to release it now. It, the, the, the amount of people in the cell, the fact that there are no guards around, which you'll yes. get to, it doesn't make any sense. Like, this interaction doesn't make any sense. And still, Chili DeCastro's like, I've got to... I've got to save this man. Right. <laughs> so it, I didn't really know where this was going. I thought it was going to be, like, Chili's the savior, but silly me. Of course, it has to get back to, you know, these, go these goddamn pigs. Right. It's always about the police. Yeah, so... In this scenario, if there was a guy six foot six, 300 pounds, wants to kick my ass, and then all of a sudden has a breathing problem, yeah. that's fine. I, I don't need to involve myself in the situation anymore. Ooh. I'm actually out of the situation <laughs> at this point. Ah, back not, to my seat. <laughs> not Jose Maria. He's all over. He's yeah. going to help out in front of me and so now me and a bunch of other guys are screaming guards guards he's dying he's dying right the guard walks down like they do no one was yelling guards when this guy was trying to murder you okay cool <laughs> no one likes this guy it's fun <laughs> nice and, like, oh, and then that's, he goes, just, yeah, bring that's chilly. down here yeah that's, that's, that's what you got that's what happens and so then the guard comes down and this guard is as big as this guy was but he's just white so this guy was like six and a half feet tall 300 pounds and this guard's like six and a half feet tall but he's white and he's of course he's white he's a good guy nothing to do with the conversation he's the good guy of course i mean I, you don't have to explain that i understand he's like three hundred pounds the hero has emerged <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> And so they come in with the gurney. This is like the fastest I've ever seen them come for medical care. And that took still about a minute or two. And when they get into the room, they roll the gurney in there and they the guards grab this dude, kind of shuck him up on the gurney. The guard is now hitting him in the back and he's hitting him in the back and he's saying, breathe, breathe. And he's whacking this guy. And the guy, he's hitting him so hard. The other people in the room are like, oh, oh, oh. He's hitting him in the back so hard that pretty soon the dude who was choking, he starts saying, okay, okay. Uh, he's trying to get the guard to stop hitting him. And then the other guard says, let's take him. And he flips his feet over. They take the gurney and they roll him out. And they shut the door and they lock it. And I don't know what the point of any of that was. Why did he tell us all about those details? Could have summed it up This a lot is quicker. what I'm wondering. Is I, I was waiting for this story to build to something crazy about the police or how Chili saved this man's life sure. single-handedly. We didn't get any of that. Every, what you just heard was the, the moral of the story, I guess, mm -hmm. that the cops were hitting this guy in the back. 
And then he just kind of closes his uh, Jerry Springer final thought is like, hey, you don't want to go to prison. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can play it. We don't have to. Basically, what he says after this is like, you know, jail's a scary place and it's dangerous. So stop calling the cops on people. Let me let me play some of this because yeah. this yeah, is yeah. the mentality of like the inner city mentality where it's like you never snitch on anyone, you never give up any names or anything. It's not getting anyone anywhere. It's not helping people. This right. Chimita Castro has the worst advice for people possible. <laughs> this is weird. I wonder if that guy would have killed me. If he got a hold of me, he was gigantic, like NBA big. And he was on, his eyes were totally glassed over. That's the pixie stick that he had smoked. Be careful what you wish for. Because if you call the cops on somebody, if you call the cops to welfare check your kid, if you call the cops because your neighbor pissed you off, remember what you're possibly inviting into your life and into their life. And I'm not saying you should get the police involved in every single matter. I'm not a big guy who calls the cops ever. But this is an asshole who wants to sue everyone. So he wants to get the government involved, but just in a different way. But also the more of the story is like, so if I break in your home and rape your wife. Yeah. Before you think about calling the cops, remember, I could get really hurt. Yeah. Like, bad think things about could that happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He even goes, this gets too long, so I won't play it. But he even goes on to say, like, yeah, okay, so maybe something bad can happen to you. Because this person's threatening you, but don't call the police on them. Because what do you want? Then they're going to get beat up in jail. That'd be bad. Like, what? He goes, listen, I, I want revenge as much as the next guy. Yeah, not the kind of revenge right, the jail that. brings. I'm a revengeful <laughs> asshole just like you are, but let's not just start calling the cops on people. It's terrible. So he's saying, no matter how much of a violent criminal someone is, don't call the cops. Because, like... They, they might deal with a black guy in prison. <laughs> it was the craziest moral <laughs> is, to the story I could have imagined. Story. Um, so if you're going to call the cops on people, just remember that there's like really big black dudes on PCP in there. So it's kind of yeah, scary. So I, I thought his story at least was going to be like th this poor guy that overdosed on PCP was getting beaten by the police or something. Yeah. No, the moral of the story was like, that that black guy could have really hurt me. Like that, Weird. <laughs> that's dangerous. I'm calling bullshit on the whole thing. None of it adds well, up. Well, sure. Yeah. It's all it's all bullshit, but it's hilarious the, the morals he takes away even from his own lies. <laughs> so we know that there's this YouTube channel called Dickbag Patrol. And yes, Julia Castro has threatened lawsuits and things because what Dickbag Patrol does, one of the things that he does, is he uses AI to get Chili DeCastro to say outrageous things that Chili wouldn't yes. say. Right. And so I was checking out this video. Dickback Patrol found on Reddit, someone had posted, they went to school with Chili DeCastro up in Alaska. They grew <laughs> up together. Okay. And so we don't, it's, it's a Reddit post, but it's very detailed. It seems legit. We don't know if it is or not, but this person- it wants to say who Chili was growing up, and it's a very interesting story. Dickback Patrol does a reading of this. It's a little bit longer, but I'll try to highlight the most important parts of it for us here. Stories of growing up with Chili DeCastro must include his bedwetting issues, filed under elderly narcissist. Growing up in Alaska, Chili DeCastro was known as Chipito and B-dubs 
for his chronic bedwetting, even into high school. <laughs> I'm new to Reddit and joined just to read and contribute to this section. A Reddit regular has given me some tips like the TLDR thingy above, but best friends cajoled me into telling this story of growing up with Jose Chili de Castro and how he almost sued me later in life over wetting the bed. A lot. As a kid, <laughs> small town summers in Alaska are the best, hands down. Non-stop fun and light for 18 hours a day, always outside. A group of six or seven of us ran in a tight pack, but there was always some mother pushing us to include Chili but never his own. When we were about 10 or 11 years old, one of us had a birthday sleepover. It was that night that we learned Chili was a chronic bedwetter, and it destroyed my friend's borrowed Spider-Man sleeping bag. It was also the beginning of a long road of bedwetting events at other birthdays, a school overnight, and even an overnight for a wrestling match our freshman year. That earned him a lot of grief. Coming of age in the... Okay, so then he talks about how he was bullied a lot. They called him B-dubs because he was wetting the bed. And so well, it's interesting because just... I, I actually heard a bunch of clips of him talking about being bullied in when I was uh, going through some of his more recent stuff. No shit. And he was talking. He was talking about how much he was bullied and everything. But it's interesting. You don't. He doesn't give the context of like I was a loser and their moms made them hang out with me. Right. And then I pissed in their uh, sleeping bag and destroyed <laughs> yeah. it. And they don't like me anymore. Yeah. You don't get any of that. So apparently, he was pissing like they say into high school. So they all picked on him. Now years go by, and all of a sudden, Chili runs into this guy who's writing this story. And this guy wasn't ready to see Chili. He hadn't seen him in years. And he just goes, oh, B-dubs. And Chili gets <laughs> enraged by this, that the guy remembers his nickname. His mind. He went into a vicious rant that those bedwetting events were a hundred years ago, and that he was now both a tech startup CEO and a major <laughs> TV star. Titles and success aside, he was the same Chilito to me, just a lot more orange. But now I thought we might fight. Then out of nowhere, he spun off the planet into another more teary-eyed rant about a fellow high school classmate who was bullying his mother and trying to kill her. While intriguing, I never got another word in. He walked off in a blubbery mess. Okay, so that's his next interaction with Chile De Castro. Now we fast forward to him going on a flight from Alaska to Seattle. And this guy who's writing the story is in first class. And who walks by him? Chili De Castro. My getting God. on the exact same plane. And this sounds like something that Chili would do. I don't know if this actually happened or not, but it seems reasonable okay. based on what I know about this guy. I was debating what to do about you, blank. But now that I see you're sitting up here, I will definitely be suing you and your whole family for defamation and psychological injury. <laughs> You're suing me because I'm in first class, Chili? I asked. This wasn't smart of me. Editorial note. That's exactly what I would have said to him. He turned even more Mandarin and started to snarl something else. But the buildup of passengers behind him ended the interaction for the moment. I laughed it off, but my seatmate, not so much. So we traded places. Okay, so... This guy sees, Chili sees that this guy is doing well and says, oh, I'm going to sue you because you talked about how I was a bedwetter causing psychological harm. 
Yeah, but it, you know what? If they, if this didn't happen, this is a huge Delete Laws fan slash follower because that's a very interesting little note to put in. The idea like, oh, you're sitting up here. I'm definitely going to sue you now. Right. That's very chilly yes. to be like, oh, you're one of the elite. Yes. I got to sue you now. All right, so now fast forward 11 years later, this guy figures the statute of limitations is gone, so he's uh, ready to come out. 11 years have passed along with any slash all statute of limitations. It wasn't until I went home this past weekend that these stories, and much more, all came back out, and I learned how internet infamous Chili B-dubs DeCastro has become. And to those who are bothered or upset by DeCastro, take heart that his follow-through, ability to work hard, and finding success paths are not his thing. Whatever empathy or even sympathy he might draw out of a crowd of people or group, always implodes by his own doing. Like a balloon, he is mostly air with some injected latex. In case you are wondering, peeing the bed is not how you drop weight for wrestling. And no, he never competed in the state wrestling championships. He pissed oh, those no. opportunities away. B-dubs, if you see this, just remember that being a dick, controlling your dick, and wearing a dick sock are all mutually exclusive. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> They're having a little bit of fun with that. So... Again, this is all a legend. It's just a post out of someone somewhere. Who knows? But it sounds like maybe our boy Jose Chili de Castro was a bedwetter all through high school and got picked on a lot. That's why he's lashing out at the police now. I got to see. Chili does a bunch of live streams and they last really long. I got to figure oh. out if he's got a regular schedule because I because I want to warn everyone not to uh, mention that he's a bedwetter in his live chat. Right. I think it would bother him. I, I don't think anyone should post or super chat him about his bedwetting. I think no, it that, would annoy the shit out of him. So yeah, don't do and he wouldn't like that. So that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. What people should do is they should buy his trifold. But also, are you familiar with this other product that he has, Mike? Uh, if I'm thinking the right one, it's basically the trifold again, right? But well, he's rebranded it. It's actually something else. Check it out. Oh, okay. What I All want right. to talk with you guys about tonight are guys and girls who can carry a new thing in their wallet. It's the Fifth Amendment cop card. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The of. Fifth Amendment cop card. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what this thing is, it's the size of a credit card. But it has all the instructions on what to do when you're pulled over. Yeah. This is coming out right now, and this is an actual credit card. And if you see the numbers over here on the right-hand side, no. it, it, it takes you through a step-by-step -step tutorial on how to talk to the police when they pull you over. So you immediately, it's called the 5A cop card because you immediately invoke your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. And then what I do here is I walk you through the entire process. So upon cited or being cited by a cop, you start filming and you state as you're filming, I invoke my Fifth Amendment right. I plead the fifth. You don't have the right to make me incriminate myself. This is so insane because everything on here, let's say you rolled through a stop sign and you get pulled yeah. over. This is what you actually should do. Yeah, officer, I know. I rolled through that stop sign. Maybe give me a break today or something. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, I got to pay the ticket. All right, whatever. But with Chili DeCastro, because we see it in action, every single fucking time he gets pulled over, he turns it into this giant scene and he won't talk to the cops. He gets pulled out of the car. He says, you can't do this to me. <laughs> they put him in cuffs. Yeah. He says, you can't do this to me. He ends up going to jail for the night. And he's like, yeah, but I won. I was right the whole time. It doesn't fucking matter. 
Escalation is the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that's the only thing that he's concerned about is making oh. sure that it's as uncomfortable for everyone as humanly possible. It's almost like he wants to be like, hey, yeah, I'll teach them to pull me over. I'll make it really annoying. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> But I'll tell you, my issue as a, a potential consumer and a fan of, of Chili's, a consumer of this product, yeah. hasn't he been telling us exactly what to do if we get pulled over by the cops every day for as long as we've been covering him? Why Mike, do I need to pay no. you for a card that says it? No, 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 no. Mike, you're too stupid to remember okay, every single right. step. That's fair. You'll That's probably, fair. you probably won't even invoke your uh, Fifth Amendment right. I'll, I'll fuck it up. Yeah, he probably <laughs> will. So... I just wanted to uh, let you know you need to buy hey, this listen, product. Hey, listen, Pig, I want to invoke my Second Amendment privilege. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, this has been a lot of fun today. I always, always have a good time fun. doing our uh, our Who Are These Socials at our regular time, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Thanks to all the people who are watching and chatting, participating in the show. We appreciate all of you. I do have a, a voicemail that came in. Oh. Of course, whoarethese.com. If you want to find our phone number, just let us know it's for who are these socials. Hey, this is for uh, WATS for no reason other than I just want to hear behind Mike's beautiful voice. But I just realized that, you know, Carl, I, I think he might be in the mafia or something. I've been watching a lot of mafia movies, and these mafia guys always start out in New York, then they got something going on in Florida, mm-hmm. and they try to expand their business to Florida. So my guess is is that uh, Carl has been you know peddling cocaine or something uh, something like that, and that's why he had to buy a house in you know Florida. Maybe him and John got something going on together, but who knows? Anyway, thanks. Don't call me back. And you know why I played that voicemail, Mike? It's because I like to hide in plain sight. Ah, that's very smart. Yes, yes he always talks about being a mafia guy. Listen. I mean, if he's been threatened by uh, fucking John Gotti Jr. before. Yes, of course. I think it all adds up. Yeah, I've been hanging out with a lot of my mobster friends. I'm sorry. It rubs off on me from time to time. Obviously, Carl's got to lay low in Florida for a while. All right. Well, Mike, uh, I want you to have a fantastic vacation next week. Thank you, buddy. We will be, hopefully, back on our regular time next week, Thursday at 6 p.m., Assuming yes. that uh, the airlines don't fuck you over like they like to fuck me over every time I try to get home from should something. Should be good. So we should be good to go. And people should go to, while you go to SoCal, people should go to blindmike.net. That's where you get yes. all the links to all the things that Mike does. Correct. Yeah. And uh, go check out the YouTube. We've got a very special episode for New Year's Eve. I obviously will be on assignment. So we've got a very special guest host. By the name of David Collins filling in for me. Oh, and nice. I've seen a little of what he's done, and I think it's pretty good. good. So <laughs> I like David Collins. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. so It'll that'll be, be normal. Sunday, 10 a.m., if you want to check that out. And uh, why are you laughing? We just did top 10 comedy specials of 2023. And then next week will be uh, comics to watch in 2024. And then I think when I get back, we're going to do uh, All in the Family in honor of Norman Lear's death. Tragic. Beautiful. A man died at 101. So... We've got to honor yeah, that. I'm not a big fan of Norman Lear, if you know about the Lear Foundation and all the propaganda that they uh, like to put into Ooh, television Interesting, because the Norman Lear episode we did, we were team Eric Monty, who okay. was basically calling uh, Norman Lear a racist. Yeah. So <laughs> could be to, good to kick this guy while he's down. He's a problem. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad yeah. he's gone. Uh, suck on me, skunk, says, nah, there's no way the mafia would allow frosted tips. All right. 
Oh, that that's is, true. You saw what they did to Vito in The that's Sopranos. A, that, you know? Right. That's a yeah. vicious... Oh, are you comparing my <laughs> hairstyle to that? Of, uh, that's a, a nasty rumor, guys. It's not true. I do not frost my tips. I promise you that. Crow's just going to shove a pool cue up his ass. <laughs> all right. Who are these.com <laughs> is where you want to go to find the links to all my stuff. And like we mentioned, we have a uh, brand new bonus show on our Patreon, either on Blind Mics or mine. Both, uh, honestly. Where we're yes. going through uh, some more pages of Julia Fox's book, which is fantastic. It is full of giant lies, full of what I like to refer to as whoppers. It's and, cra- we're, uh, we're 45 minutes into the audiobook, and she's still at, like grade two or yeah, something. Yeah, she's like six or nine, and we can't tell, but <laughs> yeah, she's she's still a child in this book. But it uh, it is fascinating. She really got paid by the word or something because she puts in every fucking detail of everything. So that is worth checking out. I'm going to do another bonus show this month. I haven't figured out exactly when I'm going to do it, but here's what I decided I'm going to do. Because I've been teasing reviewing the wedding speeches videos. Ah. Now, as you know, Stuttering John was getting very litigious with my boy Tukey about this video that he did where they were analyzing... John's adult children giving wedding speeches at their mom's wedding to the, with their new stepfather. And uh, when John started saying that, if anyone posts these videos, I'll sue them. I said, well, I got to call his bluff on this one. John's not going to sue anyone. But at the same time, these people, John's offspring have nothing to do with any of this dabble versus nonsense. Sure. So I don't really want to involve them. I feel like that's kind of a dick move. So what I decided to do is I'm going to transcribe their speeches and I'll just read them and analyze them. So we're not going to have the, the the adult children will not be involved. You're not going to see their faces or hear their voices. It'll be me reading what they said, what they wrote down in these speeches. And then oh, analyzing. I think everyone should play parts. Producer Chris could be one, yes. one of the kids. We turn into a, a audio drama. It's that'd a table be, read. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We'll script it. Yeah. So I'm going to do that um, before this month is over. So patreon.com slash who are these podcasts kelly riddle says christmas album was epic by the way yes if you go to well this very channel that you're on right now at carl watp on youtube i did put out the um song parody contest video for the holiday song parody contest and uh, it's fantastic it really is there's some really good stuff that the listeners put together and uh, i appreciate that so mike isn't doesn't like music but for the rest (laughs) of us I you think enjoy that. I think the Heat Miser, Snow Miser one was my favorite. Probably. You know what? That one didn't make the list. I think it's because I know I, someone sent that me another. Like, how did that one not get on here? I think it's because that one came in before I announced the contest, so it never made uh, it into the contest folder that I created all right. with all the songs. I know I'm an I'm an asshole. That one should have been in there for oh, sure. Okay. Not, fine. This, this again deters my drive for music. Oh no! Every time I'm I almost it. get into it. I'm ruining it for him. All right, Mike. I think uh, I think our job here is done. What do you think? See you never, folks. Who are these social? That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa! Who are these socials? I'm the one who should apologize, folks. What you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind Mike. Who's gonna start it?